Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Josh, mm-hmm. my friends Sarah and Joe have the cutest kids I know, and I think maybe I'm a little prejudiced because I am very close to them, but at the same time. Present me cuter children. I, I very much will have a hard time believing you. Um, Aaliyah and Chanel are these babies. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaliyah is... Uh-oh. Three. Yeah, three. And Baby C is just about to turn two. Yep. Chanel... Um, but I just called her Baby C, which is what everyone calls her. Mm. Baby C. Because her name's Chanel. Now, Aaliyah, who is the eldest by like a year... Obviously not fully capable of saying Chanel when her baby sister was born. Yeah. So That's fair enough too. The, the nickname Baby C, a lot easier for her to say, was established, set up, everyone loves it. I'd like to hear now yeah. what you sound like yeah. imitating Aaliyah trying to say Chanel. I, I've never heard her say Chanel. never even heard her say Never even heard her attempt it. I don't think she can. I literally don't think she can say it. Like her mouth. It and just her doesn't, yeah, it doesn't not, work yet. Yeah, yeah, her tongue and her mouth. It just doesn't like know those, Chanel. Yeah, those yeah. words. That, that, that all doesn't make yeah. sense. I yeah. could say like, say Sha. And then Sha? say Na. Na. And then say L. L. And she might get Chanel. that. Chanel. Chanel. <laughs> baby C is a lot easier. Yeah. And it's also adorable it's to very hear a three-year-old cute. say like, there's baby C, my sister C, mm-hmm. like the baby C. Um. Her birthday party, her second birthday party is coming up later in the month, and I got sent an invite. Very exciting. It's called Baby C is Two. Cool. They're locking in Baby Creative. C for everything. Mm. The little Baby C isn't really a baby anymore. Uh, by the way, yes, she is. She's two. Um, but that's her name now forever. That's what I want to talk to you about. I will never not refer. Is that what the event invite says? That's her baby na- That's her name now forever. Or did it's, you it, just make that as a comment? It says, little baby C isn't really a baby anymore, but that's her name forever now. That's what it says. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. Nah, you can't Come put celebrate that Celebrate our no. sassy, cheeky little devil's birthday. She is so, so sassy. She mm-hmm. does. She is. She's hilarious. I will never not call this human being baby C. What about at a wedding? Baby C. So this is the Bride problem. C. This is the pr- <laughs> Bride C. I think it'll transition to C. I think her nickname will just become C. But she's They'll a- drop the baby part of it and it'll just be C. Because even Lil Bow Wow eventually just became Bow, Bow Wow. Yeah, I guess. But we, uh, my not, cousin... There my would co- not be a time where she is anything other than 27 years younger than me. <laughs> I have a cousin named Matt. Yeah. And I have an uncle named Matt. And Matt, my cousin, was Little Matt. Little Matt. All throughout his life until he became a teenager. And then Little Matt became a little bit like, well, don't go. What Matt. are we doing, yeah. gang? What yeah. are we doing? Young and Matt. then his name became Milky. He's like nicknamed oh, Milky. Oh, Milky. Yeah, because okay, he looked yeah. like the Milky Bar kid because he's got like blonde hair. And he's so, like, how is, so how, wait, are we saying Little Matt's off the table? Nana, <laughs> my nana calls him Milky. Yeah. So you need one to set yeah, up. You do. I think you do transition be- away from the little kid nickname, and I could be wrong about that. And I'm happy for anybody to call thirteen ten sixty. Do you have a little kid nickname that like 
in your family is still going and the person's an adult. You got it like when, or you know someone who got it when they were a baby yep. and they're still going by It's like by a baby it. nickname, but they're still going by it into their 20s, into their 30s. That's yeah. what I want to know right now. Because <laughs> I, all the little baby names in my life have transitioned into different names. I yeah. don't think there's any way you can call Chanel Baby C when she's like 30. I'm certainly going to try it, but I agree. It's like cer- at a certain point, you just kind of sort of got to grow out of them. If, unless you can prove me wrong, 13, 10, 60, somebody's stuck with one this whole time you got you were like one and done i mm-hmm. loved the first my first nickname i love so much i just kept it forever yeah let's go with it Thirteen ten sixty is the number to call right now kim from banks how are you good morning how are you yeah, very thank you, well kim. Thank do you, kim. you have this scenario in your world yes my daughter was um nicknamed possum when i came home with <laughs> my first ultrasound yep, yep. and uh, we all we all call a possum or poss mm-hmm. and she's 23 now. Yeah. That is is adorable. And I can also say 100% Kim, my sister Kate has the exact same nickname. But she was Posse when she was a kid. She was Possum. And my auntie Julia still calls her that. So she's 30 now and she still gets it. Yep, yep. In her phone, she's called, in my phone, she's called Possum. That's brilliant. Is she, does she like it or has she tried to transition away from it or? No, 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 no. Whenever we print off shirts or anything like that, she yeah. prefers her name, that possum, possum rather that's than that. Yeah, that's beautiful. God, that I hope you never lovely. lose your phone, Kim, and then someone's like, why is Kim calling possums? She's got possum magic. No wonder she's on. losing her incre- phone. This is she's incredible. The possums. <laughs> Cherie's on the line from Yas. How are you? Thing. That's good, Shereen. Now, do you have a situation in your life where a kid nickname's endured? I do. Um, mine's Peewee. Peewee? Oh, for yeah. sure, Sheree Peewee. I get it. I, yeah, I get okay. where it's come yep. from. Yep. And this is from childhood, Sheree? Yeah, my dad gave it to me. It was He was a bit of a bushman, and a, it was after the little bird, the Peewee. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah that's Sheree. Yeah, it yeah. all works. Now, does this how, well, do, we don't around. have to tell us how old you are, Sheree, but does, is this still persisting today, or has it had a bit of a change to it? I'm, I'm 46, and now my nieces and nephews call me Aunty P. Aunty P. <laughs> do you yeah. like yeah, being... that's great. Do you like its transition onto the new generation, or do you wish it had sort of just maybe fizzled out a little, Sheree? No, I, I didn't care, and it was so much easier for them to say Aunty P. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank, <laughs> thanks for the call, P. We appreciate it. You have a great day, all right? Okay, thank you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Josh, at the moment, we are currently giving away tickets to Saw X. Yep. Okay, Saw 10. Saw 10. The latest instalment in the Saw franchise. Um, very, very cool. I'm very excited about it. It's getting very good reviews at the moment. Apparently, it's like the... I think they maybe took a little bit. You said you saw Spiral. I never saw Spiral. Yeah, Spiral the, with Chris Rock. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And, but I think that it was sort of like you either either loved it or you it was a, didn't know it was what the hell de- was going on. It was a detour. Yeah. It was a bit of a detour. It was more about like what the first one was about, where it was like, let's find, we need to find this serial killer. Yeah. Whereas the later ones became like... Hey, look, we... How we, can we kill people we in atta- the most creatively yeah. absurd ways? Yeah. We attached a vacuum cleaner to someone's eyeball and mm-hmm. let's see what happens now. Um, this one, actually, I didn't know this, but this one, Saw 10, takes place between Saw 1 and 2. Yep. Like, that's when the that's when it well, they, places they, they in. Obviously, have worked out creatively when the getting was good, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. the first three. <laughs> so, <laughs> they went, let's, let's make sure we go back in time. Exactly right. Um, but, yeah, it's getting good reviews. I, You said you wanted to go and see it. I do. Now, I... Have a story that may actually... Oh, my God, I can't believe I just spitballed an idea and it actually... One of the traps is called the eye vacuum trap. 
Yeah, well, it's on the poster, so I don't. But you think thought it, they were fluorescent tubes. I did think that would be enough, but as I as I discovered it with the Saw franchise a long time ago, it, what, whatever you think is enough never is. Yeah, apparently, according <laughs> to the ride, is not enough. <laughs> so some of the someone's actually gotten in like a little bit of trouble. They had to the LAPD had to go to their the house. The police were called. The Los Angeles police police department were called out to this person's house. Now this person was working on Saw X, Saw Ten, mm-hmm. which probably already makes you a little nervous. It's like where they have like fake blood in the car or something like that or what not that but sort of similar to that now it's not the director it's not the actors like sometimes you hear of actors leaving set with the makeup on yeah. and it still looks like they've got like huge cuts People out of their call heads an ambulance or whatever yeah. yeah exactly right um none of that first assistant editor steve fawn was doing some work at home uh, he had an office in his house in oh, North no. uh, Hollywood. So he's editing the movie. He's editing the movie. Oh, and no. if you are aware of what Saw is, pretty significant screams throughout. Yeah. Oh, it's well, I mean, I just explained to you. One of them's called the eye vacuum trap. Mm-hmm. So imagine there was a vacuum on your eye yeah. and it's sucking your eyeball out and the noises that it would make if that was happening to you. This guy is editing that scene. You and I have edited videos before where I've sat there and it's just you playing the same clip over and over because you just need to move it like a half a second yep. back just, just to make it punchy or whatever. Timing different. So yeah. this guy's probably all day, non-stop for weeks on end hearing nothing but the most sickening squeal- squeals and screams. His neighbours have called the police. Yeah, I'd and they've say come around fair like, enough. What the hell is going on in here? Mm, <laughs> that's a that's a really... that's Get headphones. Yes. I mean, how are you not editing that with headphones on? That's... Yep. He said the cops turned up and they said, they've uh, sorry, the neighbours have been calling us saying that you have, it sounds like someone's being tortured to death in here. Yeah, well, they are. And it, it's just fictional. He, the guy said, I'm actually working on a movie in here. You can come see what I'm working on. Apparently the cops all came in and just watched a bit of Sortan and then left. <laughs> Got any popcorn? He's the real question, though. Yeah. You ready for the real question? Yeah. Does whoever was screaming in the movie just immediately win an Oscar? Surely. It's yeah. like the greatest acting ever. It convinced an entire suburb and the LAPD that it was real. Yeah. How could you get me better than the that? The Academy Award goes to random I deaf person from, yes, from <laughs> Saw yet again. <laughs> Ned. Yes. We got some Post Malone news. Mm. Good job playing the most censored song that we play of his. Mm. I've been, I've been bubbing, And bubbing. it's such a strange version of it, yeah. too. I really love our computer system here at work. It yeah. just gives me the... Whenever I want something, it gives me the weirdest version it's of like, it. It's like, no, 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 no. This is what you'll get instead. But, yes, Post Malone is coming here in a couple of months for uh, Groove in the Moo, which is very, very exciting. Yeah, to the people who make the lineup for Groove in the Moo, I say... Congratulations. Congratulations. Getting Post Malone is a very big deal. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome having Posty here in Canberra. But I will say, I just would like to keep an eye on him for any kind of communicable diseases for a little while because of the story I'm about to tell you. Yeah. Um, He had a bit of an issue. He was over in Rome. Uh, He was eating some nuggets. As you do. As you do in Literally says here, chicken McNuggets. Yeah. Uh, And what's happened is he's bitten into a nugget. One of them must have been a bit firm because it's dislodged two diamonds in his teeth. Diamonds he'd had set in his teeth. Like grills. Um, He managed to catch one. In fact, I'll let Posty tell the story. This is the quote here. I had the one of them, by the way, before I tell this quote, one of them fell out of his hand into the sewer. So an open (laughs) sewer drain. Right? In Italy as well. In Italy. Which has had a sewer system for longer than, I don't know. Pretty much anywhere else. 400 years. Uh, I had 
Uh, he goes, he, here's what he said about the two diamonds. I had the left one in my hand and I dropped it right into the sinkhole. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. I'll have to go down into the ancient Roman sewers. <laughs> <laughs> I like one plus what a one. sentence. One plus one must equal yeah. two. Ah, I dropped my ja- uh, my chain. My jewelry's down the sink. I uh, best I get a go. Into- I now need to go into the catacombs of Rome I'm to like, find it. Man, now yeah. I have to go into the ancient Roman sewers. That is a thought that's happened a few times, I would imagine, but people have never gone to chase $600,000 worth of a diamond. Now, when you sit there and go, it's a mighty blight on Italy, it's a mighty blight on Poster yourself, that you'd say that you now want to keep an eye on him for communicable diseases, Josh. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, no, what the hell's wrong with Post Malone? Because the next step was a dentist to have the diamond, once he retrieved it, put back into his tooth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's got it. So that's why I want to keep an eye on him, because I don't know what that does. I don't know if you can sanitize a diamond enough to take it straight out of a sewer to put, so. want to put it back in your head. Yeah. But that's a, it's that's gross. That's actually gross. I don't understand because I'm obviously not in the rap game, mm. but when I see people with like $5 million chains on them, like yeah. that seems like a bad thing. That to, seems like a hassle. That seems, now you've got to carry that around and it's a real risk of being stolen. I don't own anything that's worth over $500. No, And the things that are worth $500, I would never take out of my house. Essentially, they're locked and loaded. They're never. Li- they're not also guns. I'm just saying like yeah. they're just, yeah. they're locked in where they are. They're not going anywhere. They're in safes. They're good. I would never just walk around eating chicken nuggets and be like, oh no, that was $600,000 diamond just yeah. fell out of my mouth. Whoopsie daisy. I drop Man, my- I'm going to have to go yeah. into the ancient Roman sewers. <laughs> I dropped my. Gla- I used to have to wear glasses. I dropped my glasses in the sewers at school once, yep. and I had to fish them out. And, then and I you had- were like. Man, I have to go into the modern Launceston yeah. sewers. And I'm still them, not good. I put them on my face and I didn't get pink eye. Yeah. I would never put them in my mouth, though. Nah, there's a real, nah. there's a, there is a line in the sand that you want to draw where you're like, I don't want to put anything that's been in the sewerage in my mouth. I love a future world where Post Malone goes to a doctor and is like, yeah, doc, I've just got really bad breath. And they're like, yeah, I've got a few ideas as to how that's happened. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it involves ancient Roman sewers, which you might be interested to know. It wasn't that Dunny diamond that you <laughs> have in Dunny your mouth. Dunny diamond. <laughs> Ned. Yeah. Speaking of TikTok, a TikTok person has gone on to the app itself and has gone nuts with a bit of dermatological advice, a bit of skincare Skin advice. Care. Um, this person has debunked some myths around mosquitoes, um, what they like, what they don't like. Apparently, they like areas with high concentrations of bacteria, yep. which is why a lot of people will get, and this is gross, uh, a lot of mozzie bites around their ankles. Because it's like where your socks are. Oh, yeah, it's a very yeah. neglected part of washing, apparently, sure. ankles, which is... Well, I can't tell you last time I washed my ankles. sense, but I never thought of it. Like, yeah. that's probably the problem. That's yeah. why the mozzies love it. Um, but one thing here that is very interesting is something that we've established on the show a couple of times. You have the, like, magic blood. You have the blood that everybody what needs and wants. And- I'm the universal donor, baby. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so just- This is what I often say, and I consider it to be true because I've not researched this at all, but I, you know how the, the, the president's limo has his blood in it yeah. just in case he gets shot? I count you as that. So mm. I just, because I go so many places with you, just if something happens to me, I just hook a tube up from you to me. You're like yeah. my, you're I'm, like my human blood bank. I'm a blood juice box, essentially. Yeah. Essentially, that's what I, I think that's, yeah. that's what, that's how it works. I think we can just go one to the other, like how some phones can charge each other. That's, yeah. that's pretty much how this will work. See, I, the way I see it is essentially I walk into any single, any blood bank on planet earth and they treat me like I'm the monopoly yeah. man. They're like, come this way. They're sir. like, yeah. they're like, you don't even need to give us blood before you yeah. can have a snack. They give me snacks beforehand. They give me snacks during. They give me massages 
during. And have any that's, access? That last one's not true. I don't want people to think I'm going to the Red Cross for massages. You don't have any access to any airline lounges, but that's okay yeah. because blood donorship centers love you. Universal donor. Apparently, people with your blood type, mozzies actually somehow can sense it and love it more. I believe that they get it, right into it. Apparently, blood gives off different scents. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they can. That's what these mosquitoes can like pick up on and stuff. Yep. But. They love you. They love you. Everyone loves me, apparently. That's great news for me is that I now will be able to live in the event that something happens to me because I'll just hook you up to me. But the other great news is we often sit outside drinking beer together. So now mosquitoes are going to go to you, not me. So this is great news. So I'm essentially a uh, rid or whatever those things were, those coils that you burn outside that get rid of mosquitoes. You're a citronella candle. I'm a citronella candle and almost a blood bank for you. A citronella candle blood bank. I was quickly becoming to a Swiss Army friend for you. I'm just... I've just got so many uses. I'm really handy. Yeah. Really, really handy. I usually have like four or five pockets on me at any given point so I can ha- hold stuff for you as well so I can be a backpack. Yep. I don't like this joke anymore. Well, I've, because I've it's just it becoming far. a little too real though, isn't it? Yeah, like it you're really starting is. to realise, hang a lot of on, things are making Josh sense uses now. me for a lot of things. I do carry a lot of Josh's stuff. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. What what's going on here? <laughs> Ned, um, last night I did trivia at PJ's in the city. Yep. Lovely. Oh, um, did you actually? Yeah, did, yeah. I thought so, I asked you and you said no. No, so on public holidays, on public holidays we do trivia, because trivia's on a Monday night at PJ's in the city. We do it on a Tuesday night oh. on a, on, in the event of a public holiday, just so we don't lose momentum, because people like coming out to trivia and it's great. I thought yesterday was Monday. I'm very spun around. Yeah, I, no, no, no. We but, went yeah. for beers on mm-hmm. Monday. We did I, go for beers on Monday. And I thought you, that you went to trivia after that. No, and I no, was no, like, no. How, <laughs> how did you pull that off? Yeah, I was in fine form. But uh, <laughs> the point here is, uh, that wouldn't be the first time that happened either but Ned the other side of the coin is that this is a very sober very normal trivia and I will say it probably about a two two quarters attended trivia so half half the crowd we normally get you know like it was pretty quiet it was the regulars so these are people that come every week uh, we have a bit of banter. It's great. Yeah. Um, I, in between the rounds, do a question that's a bonus question for a jug of beer, and it's yeah. like, I just make it up. Really? So Okay. I've, I've answered. Well, I've tried to answer it Everybody before. comes up, stands there, first person to put their hand up with the correct answer wins, all right? So I go last night, based on the fact that we've just had the weekend of grand finals, before they were the Brisbane Lions, yeah. what were the Lions known as? Ned. Ned. Yes. The Brisbane Bears. So that is the answer I got. Yeah, I know. I, and I gave that, know that. <laughs> I gave that to be an incorrect. What? Because I said before they were the Brisbane Lions, what were the Lions known as? Oh, so they were, a riddle. As the, they were known as the Fitzroy Lions. Oh, so you're not so talking the Fitzroy about- Lions combined yeah. with the Brisbane Bears to become the Brisbane Lions. So it was sort of almost like a riddle, more of a question. Well, it was just a, a just question. A th- listen to the words I said and answer the question as yeah. per the words I said. I said, "What were the Lions known as?" Yeah. So anyway, the Brisbane Bears thing happened, and then there was a furor because of course. somebody else went the Fitzroy Lions. I went correct, and then the guy who said Brisbane Bears got upset. His table started yelling at me from across the pub about the Brisbane Bears. Yeah, and so I gave out beers to both teams. That's nice. And then the next round, I didn't ask a question. Yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. beer up for grabs a second time. You guys have bullied me into giving away all the prizes. And I would argue, I went away from trivia last night. I was like, that was petty. 
I like that was like naughty kids. Yeah. Like because they argued with me about the question, I didn't give them another chance yeah. to win again. You're I was like, like no, 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 you're done. Yeah, this is just you. This not- is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. I, as the parent of the trivia, decided no more free stuff. You need to stand your ground. You think it's good? You don't think that's petty? You think that's good? I think that what you did is petty, and I think that you are almost <laughs> feeling the consequences immediately. <laughs> and I'm also like, I'm, I'm impressed that you put yourself in these situations because you knew what people were going to say. Mm. You knew that people were going to go the. Brisbane Bears, and then you're gonna go. Well, actually, actually, I said lion. Yeah, but then you don't have the like wherewithal to like stand by your conviction of going. Well, no, I can't. Just you guys aren't gonna bully me into just giving away these pots of beers. Except they very much did do that. (laughs) I I have a feeling that when you go to try and get paid next week, they're gonna go. Nah, nah. And you got a couple of jugs of beer. Didn't need to go out. Well, no. Can I have my money? They're like, no. There you go. And you go. Okay. All right. I would like to see, and this is why you don't host trivia, but I'd like to see how quickly you fold at a pub with a table of guys yelling at you. I would get all of the sheets. Give me the beer! I'd get all of the sheets back and I'd be like, wowee, another 10 out of 10. Everybody, perfect. Everyone got 100 out of 100. Someone's at the magistrate's court having a bit of a discussion about some behaviour that's taken place. Mm -hmm. And um, it's one of those rare situations in criminal law proceedings where I'm like, yeah, I get it. You sort of see the side of the person who's in trouble. I mean, I understand why the person's in trouble, and I understand that this is certainly, it's certainly not on, Mm. but I also, I think the honesty involved in the reasoning behind it, it'd be good. Okay, hit me with it. Now, the charge has been dismissed, um, but... It probably wouldn't be if someone did this again, I think. So this is like a one-off. I think, okay. I think everyone's got a warning that this isn't on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember a couple of months ago, the, the kid that rode the baggage carousel at the airport? That's like, right. Through the baggage carousel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like held onto the bag and then went through the flaps yeah. and mm-hmm. then was gone. <laughs> yeah, entered a restricted area of a airport. Yeah. It's a, you see the signs. You know that's like a Commonwealth crime or whatever. Like yeah. It's, it's a big, big deal to go into a restricted area at an airport. Of course. They, they um, really don't mess around when it's airports. I remember thinking to myself when I saw the kid go through it the first time, I'm like, well, he's obviously done waiting for his bags. We've all been there. Yeah. He's like, I'll come back there and get them myself. He's old. We've all, we've all been there at the airport. Very over um, it. But no, that's not what's happened. Apparently what's happened is this was just a bit of a goof. And in court, the dad of the 14-year-old boy has said, quote, thought it might be funny. It's not the time or place, Dad. No, thought but- it might be funny. Now, when I read that headline, I thought to myself, the problem is, mate, it is. Yeah. It objectively is funny. You've nailed that, what you were but attempting. But it's completely not okay. Yeah. And that's where crime really becomes tough for, I imagine, for a judge, where you're like, well, no, I need to I need to send a message here that this isn't okay. But at the end of the day, no one's been hurt. Nothing's gone that wrong. But it's not okay. We're still not allowed to do it. You're not allowed to do it. Crimes and comedy are both so subjective. Like, very much so, depending on the person and the whatever. Um, I wish there was some way where we could get a graph of, like, how funny the crime was. This is how, few, how, how much it didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If no one was hurt, and at the end of the day, it was objectively hilarious, You get one. I think everyone gets one in their lifetime. Because I'm arguing, I would make the case, if I was the prosecutor, this isn't that funny. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's, really it's that funny. It's funny for the kid. Yeah. He gets to go on a little ride, and they yeah, film yeah. it for their, their own personal... Whatever. That's funny-ish. Not funny enough to commit, like, a full tilt... No, 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 of course ...airport not. safety crime. What about this? Okay, you're the judge, all right, in this new funny v. serious crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, if this happens, I'm not promoting it. I've just said it out. Yep. I mm-hmm. put it... I'm using it as an example. Sure. 
someone painted the Belcon and our flesh coloured. Yeah. No, that's a crime. That's not funny to you? No, nah, it's a crime. Because it's, it's, it, the reason that's a joke at the moment <laughs> yeah. is because we can all say it's not. Yeah, You paint a flesh colour, yeah. you're in a bit of trouble. Yeah, that's, that's true. A, you're in a bit of trouble. Yeah. I would say what if someone riding, put- riding the conveyor belt at a supermarket. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, no yeah, get, putting yourself on there like you're going to be scanned like an item. That's pretty funny. That's, that's the funny version of this airport one. What if we got an enormous... Like prop cocktail olive and stuck it on top of Telstra Tower, like it was like an olive on it, like a little cocktail stick. I think that would be so dangerous <laughs> for so, so many different things, yeah. including this <laughs> broadcast yeah. right now. You yeah. wouldn't be hearing it as clearly. Yeah. Um, it would be brilliant. I don't know if it actually would. Now that I'm thinking about, it. I don't even know if it's classifies as a joke. Take the two ideas. Take the two ideas, and we we put on the top of Telstra Tower somehow yeah. a little footy frank. Like it's like an hors d'oeuvre, and Telstra Tower is like the toothpick. Can we get make, that happening? Make the big dish. Make the yep. big dish at the like the Telstra Base Tower of, big. Yep. Make it like paint it to look like a big pot of yep. uh, tomato sauce. Tremendous. This is this is this is city great counseling yep. at its best. And I think if we can build the sky whale, we can build a footy frank sized <laughs> hot balloon, hot air balloon that we just accidentally Skewer. put straight onto Telstra Tower. <laughs> It'll look like a footy frank on a toothpick. It's also, brilliant. By the way, this crime would need at least 300 people oh, no, involved. It's going to need some permissions, <laughs> so I don't know how that works. Ned. Yes. It is currently school holidays, and Carrie's boys are with us for the school holidays now, and there are only so many activities in the day. They were caught up at the Westfield Belconnen evacuation yesterday. Oh, really? They went to the went, went to bounce there, yeah, and okay. they just had to chill out in the car park for a second while they were doing all of that, and then eventually they got to bounce away. Yeah. God, that's <laughs> They got annoying. welcomed back in and then bounced away. you got to know what you've got on your hands yeah. as well when you are bouncing. You're like, all right, everyone out, and then you see children foaming at the mouth outside being like... Oh, I've got to get back into bounce. I've got 20 minutes left. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God. No, nope. <laughs> apparently bounce rewarded all of the time they spent out in the car park straight back, which is very generous of the very, bounce, very nice bounce entrepreneurs. I appreciate that. But, Ned, um, look, coming up with the activities, it's a whole thing. Are you going home and essentially just, like, that's your day? Yeah, so no, I didn't yesterday because I was very tired. Yeah. Um, and Carrie, Carrie took the took the duty there. But That's I am, okay, I am yeah. today. I'm going straight home from work to catch up with the boys. We'll walk the dogs, do some stuff. It'll be great. But the other day, um, over the weekend, I was looking after them, and we we had heard pray tell of. Uh, the oldest having seen the first Terminator movie. Now we're not sure whether he made that up or it's true. Like he was, he was at a friend's house, and we went, okay. Is Terminator called anything else? Or is it's called it's just the, the Terminator. But that's yeah. it. That's no like. Uh, and I asked him what he meant, and he started to tell me graphic details of the plot. And I'm like, yeah. well, then, yeah, I think you would only know this if you had seen it. He was recounting the whole movie to me. Yeah. And then he was like, can I watch Terminator Two? And Judgment I Judgment Day. Yeah, Judgment Day. And I went, well. It is one of the best action movies of all time. Yeah. So it's significantly better than the one you've just watched. I would well, not significant. It's better. I also think it's a little less full on than the first Terminator. I was going to say, yeah, dude, I think it's a little more appropriate the than the first, first Terminator. One is yeah. Intense. It as, is intense. Well, Kyle Reese and uh, Sarah Connor have got mm. to like make John, John Connor. Connor. Yeah. Arnie is just indiscriminately killing everyone that gets in his way. The second one's a li- little bit more of like a story and there's stuff going on and there's cool action sequences. The first one's like literally like a, a thriller. I had one condition. And that was that he's not allowed to enjoy John Connor in the movie. Good. Smart. I explained to him that there is a kid his age in the movie 
and I pulled up a picture of Edward Furlong, yep. and I'm like, he looks like this. You are not allowed to think he's cool. Yep. He has a motorbike. Just give you the full full description. He has a dirt bike. He has a thing where he can steal money from an ATM, but he is annoying. He is infuriating. Yeah. Do not find this character cool. You and he, he looked at me and went, oh... The motorbike sounds cool. I don't know if I can make too many promises, of but course. he understood the general point I was making, that I didn't want him to just turn into a full-blown smartass after watching Edward Furlong as John Connor in Terminator 2. He's like, look, I'm a, I'm a young boy. I can mm-hmm. only do so much with what I'm given. If I'm seeing content that I really... I know that I'm not going to be thinking, I'll be thinking about anything else for the next month. I probably will take on a little bit of that as well, my personality. My caveat would have been, until he's an adult, until he looks like me, you're not allowed to like John Connor. So because he, as an adult, he's cool. Here's the questions, right? I I have, why would I think this? Why would I think this is the thing I needed to say? Well, I've introduced this kid to the Simpsons and also Malcolm in the Middle, and he has taken on <laughs> personality traits from Bart and Malcolm and Reese and Dewey yeah. all immediately. So the, I went, you know what? No to John Connor. The only way you could have been less direct is being like, all right, well, I guess, sorry, more direct is going, all right, we're going to sit down and watch Dennis the Menace. Yeah. <laughs> and I want you to take notes. You take notes. <laughs> take notes on everything. If you're forgetting how annoying this character is... Because it does sound like we're picking on a kid right now. Have a listen to what happens when it looks it looks like this 10-year-old boy is having an argument with Arnold Schwarzenegger and people come up to try and help him. You okay, kid? Take a hike, Buzzer. So let's get out of here. What? Yeah. F*** you, little dipshit. <laughs> Did you call moi a dipshit? The moi in that. Oh, my God. You want to punch through the screen somehow. Listen to it again. Did you call moi a dipshit? This guy's just trying to help. Yeah. He's just trying to help this kid. The director on set, if I was that guy, the director on set would have been like, he's just acting, he's just acting. He's just acting, he's the kid's just, just acting. acting. Don't, 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 don't hurt actually him. get mad at him. Uh, uh, I will he's say, so though. so annoying, in it? I don't want to give Eddie Furlong mm. any flowers. Well, he's not awful in that movie. He's just very, very annoying. Um, it's not his fault, either. He plays the character fine. It's the way you've been written. He does hit... He hits Bozo really well. <laughs> like, re- like uh, take a hike, Bozo. You okay, kid? Take a hike, Bozo. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that is pretty rad. I was going to say, I don't like him. I don't like the character. Yeah, the 10 year olds use Bozo a couple of times. I'm like, it, it's the one thing he's taken away from. You know it. what? That's fine. That's Bozo's okay. very funny. <laughs> Producer Michael joins us in the studio. How are you, mate? Good, boys. How are we? Good, thank you. Very well, thank you. Now, I brought to your attention this morning something that if I'm being honest I thought was already a story earlier this year Mm -hmm. and then it turned out oh it's actually been a year since this came out basically Arnott's put out the poll again Mm -hmm. to find Australia's favourite flavour of shapes shapes yeah so barbecue's Um, one yeah so it came down to the grand final was barbecue versus chicken crimpy and not really. It's not really a decision to no, be made. I think. And so, Chicken Crimpy won. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. They uh, then divide. They also, by the way, divided it down to uh, states and territories. The ACT's favorite was nacho cheese, which is absolutely insane behavior from mm, our yeah. from our local area. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that's no one's favorite. I'll say. I think they've made that up because they're like, well, someone's got to like it. 
Well, I is, would say no, stop making it, honestly. This is what I wanted to talk about this Cut morning. Because some people would refer to this as the, uh, well, actually, you did, Michael. You said uh, in our planning meeting today, yes. uh, to scrape the bottom of the content barrel, yeah. Arnott's have done the voting again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why would we bring it up? Why would we talk about it on this radio show? Well, here it is. Because this is nonsense. This is what they do I, every I year. I don't believe this at all. No. This is a publicity stunt. There's no way oh, those, yeah. There's no way those numbers are correct. And the reason I'm saying that is because it's worked. We're now talking about it going, there's no way. If mm. if the answer was just barbecue or pizza shapes no one everywhere, th- this wouldn't be a story. But yeah. they say chicken crimpy, they say nacho cheese. Make so it that, to be divisive. So yeah. that people get angry and they go, yeah. that can't be right. Or it pe- isn't right. This is a publicity stunt. People I'm, also go out and are like, well, it can't be that good and then go out and buy the nacho cheese flavour that no one clever. gets and they're like, oh, well, actually this is awful. I can see why no one gets it. And then at least they've sold a box. They've I think gotcha. this, is, this is, I'm done with the benefit of the doubt. I think and it's actually changed the barbecue shape flavour and thought they were doing something smart and then pivoted and pretended like it was a marketing exercise. I think they are incredibly smart pivoters. This is them trying to do this again, but just for real, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, and thankfully it doesn't involve any changing of recipes. They're not so doing forth. anything yeah. other than just being annoying. It's <laughs> just survey. Keep it They're to just yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, Arnitz, because I know that you're lying to me. <laughs> I'm outraged. <laughs> and I won't be I won't be abiding by this anymore. Any more of these will get no coverage from us. Oh, like these like yeah. favorite flavour of whatever's. Yeah. Getting no coverage from us so with if Arnitz. like So if like Smith's did like no, no, a no. favourite no. They just from Arnett's. Just from Arnett's. Okay. Mm. And, the, and the reason for that is they have not sponsored the TikTok game and they keep doing this publicity stunt over and over and exactly. over again. Exactly. And, right. and we had them. I don't know what happened. We essentially had the bear. We the, were in discussion. We had the, we we were had the in bear discussions over with Arnett's. The bear yeah. net was mm. over them. We were tightening it up and pulling them up the tree and somehow they got away. I don't, I don't know, know how many happened. corporate confidentiality is involved in this, but we did. We had a lasso ready to we go. We really and did. they somehow they squirreled us. away. So no more. <laughs> no more coverage of these dumb polls that are just designed to make people angry and B, no more. Absolutely no more TikTok game until it's sponsored. Okay, great. Really? Yeah, I'm oh, banning the TikTok. Wow. What oh. are we going to do with all those TikToks that I can We're see? We're going to eat them. We'll throw them out or something. Um, I pitch <laughs> two for- very different answers there. <laughs> for- Fortune Friday. Where someone had, oh, we'll break open a fortune cookie and someone's got to call up on 13, 10, 16 and guess what the fortune yeah. is. So we're going to workshop that, but yeah, yeah, that we will. Work, we'll but come back to the table. You watch us do fortune Friday <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> back on TV screens tonight, The Amazing Race. It is one of my favourite reality shows and it is returning a celebrity edition. So celebrities running around the entire globe. Exactly right. Australian celebrities sent abroad to try and. I guess race each other. Yeah, see how we go. The Amazing Race. It returns tonight, and the host of it, of course, returning again is Bo Ryan. He joins us on the phone right now. Good morning, Bo. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, oh, thank, thank you, you very much for being here. This is exciting, The Amazing Race returning. Now, how pumped are you to be, uh, I think we asked you this last season, but yeah. it's back fully, no holds barred, <laughs> international travel. It helps, doesn't it? It helps big time. I yeah. mean, it's a, big, it's a key to the show, obviously, the changing countries and jet lag and language barriers and uh, currency problems. It's um, it's good, mate, and it's a baptism of fire when we start with India. Yeah, this is <laughs> it, yeah. people. Tough conditions, tough, yep. hostile conditions, plenty of plenty of drama, and uh, I couldn't be proud of it. I couldn't be prouder, eh? It's a, it's a really good season. This it's is a really good season. It's good to hear because this is a very, very popular show, and it's always a, a tough act to follow every time we, we put it back on the TV because people love this show. You said it's a very um, 
dramatic season this season. Obviously, it's the celebrity edition. You've got yep. literally people who are there, who are actors who are meant to make things seem more dramatic. Did you feel like some of them were turning it on a little bit, Bo? Or do you actually um, think that some people were just that far out <laughs> of their depth that they were like, oh, my goodness, this person has no idea what they're doing? I always think people are turning it on, mate. I, always <laughs> think that. So that's what I like to do. I like to carry on and go over the top. Um, but it was hard. The first... Because they're sort of locked up in their hotels for a few days before they get introduced to the conditions. Yeah. The start, the start line in India, in Delhi, I could tell on their faces, they were really, there's nowhere to hide. There's no, the conditions are that harsh that it sort of did shock their systems. And yeah. you can see in the first few episodes, mate, they get hit for six and, you know, your body will go before your mind does and that's what happens. Um, the people push through, people work together. Did you? Um, did you the, the show's great. The show's incredible. Did you find that? Because obviously these guys are celebrities. Um, Harry Jowsey is one of the like the people. How I would say celebrities are more well travelled internationally than mm. your everyday Australian. Did you find yeah. they were handling some of the challenges better in that regard, having some experience with travelling all around the world, or it didn't really help them at all? Well, in theory, it sounds like that, right? Yeah. Because they're all very well-traveled. A lot of them have traveled um, to a lot of the places we filmed in, but mm-hmm. they're celebrities, man. They're yeah. precious. Yeah. Precious. <laughs> they like things a certain way, and yep. it's not going to happen. Not on my watch. Um, You're going to go out there and just get thrown into whatever we've got for you. I obviously know that you cannot tell us or reveal any sort of results or anything like that, Bo, yep. so I'm not fishing. If I was a gambling man which mm-hmm. I've been known to be mm. occasionally in the past, I would put a lot of my money on Emma Watkins. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Just okay. purely on the case that she is literally a child's entertainer. She deals with kids all day, every day of different variations mm. of excitement, upset, whatever. Age. Age. Yeah. She, I think, is under, in terms of the celebrities I'm seeing there, Patience. She has yeah. the realest job of ever, mm. anyone there I'm seeing, of where she's actually got to be like, I'm actually dealing with little people who really... A lot of the time, don't want to be where they are. Yeah, the that's patience. where my money would be. She's got a lot of patience, Emma Watson, uh, Watkins. I think. Mate, I think a lot. Of, a lot of the women do. I say it every year. The women, women are patient, mate. Calm under pressure. It's problem solving, man. And you could be, you know what I mean, under immense pressure and trying to uh, trying to work together. But you're only as strong as your weakest link. We, yeah, exactly. we cannot. I cannot commend you any stronger for the like diversion away from any kind of hint as to whether or not yeah. Emma does well there. That's mm-hmm. very, very good. Very that was artful. Yeah. That was yeah. artful. Yeah. It, it no, is... well, she's great. She's great. Um, whether your money's a safe bet, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. I will <laughs> say, in the same vein, um, uh, Peter Rothsthorn looks yeah. like he's just a dad on holiday. Yeah. Like He looks like my yeah. dad when we've been to like Bali or something. He's just got yeah. his bucket hat on. He looks like yeah. he's having a blast. Well, see, if, he's like yeah. my, if he's like my dad, that means no money on Peter Rothsthorn. Yeah. He will get <laughs> yeah. lost yeah. almost Where the hell are yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bo, nah, mate. They're, they're good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Peter Rothsthorn and his daughter are great. Yeah, they're they're good. Again, treating it like a holiday, and mate, they'll surprise a lot of people. That's fantastic. Bo, thank you so much for the time, mate. We can't wait to see the amazing race back on our TV screens. Awesome. Thanks for your time, as always. Have a great day. I was going to ask you this question, but then I was like, it doesn't really relate to the amazing race at all. But I'm like, do you even get to enjoy the NRL grand final? Or do you have literally everyone around? I guess you're also surrounded by previous NRL players, but do you have a lot of people come up to you and be like, explain to me this, mate. Like, what do you reckon's going on? No, I did. I, I actually enjoyed it on the weekend because I'll tell you why. Scotty Pippen was in my box. So no oh, wow. No. Honestly, no Bo, when I saw him come up on TV, I was like, 
What? I was like, yeah, God, that yeah. guy looks like Scotty Pippen. And then when some yeah. guy's like, so Scotty, what do you? And I was like, why? Why? <laughs> why is Scotty Pippen here? Well, yeah. did you talk to him about anything? I did. I talked to him about everything, but it was good because he took a lot of the flies off, mate. Everyone wanted to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. cool. That's yeah. great. Did you ask him about uh, obviously Michael? I don't actually. No. I, don't, yeah. I actually don't think they're good at the moment, are they? They're not good. No. They're not good. No. But I did. Yeah. <laughs> Bo, thank you good so much Bo. for your time, good mate. mate. Thanks for your time, boys. See you later, See you later mate. Ned Kellogg's apparently changing their company name to Kellanova. It's been everywhere in the news for like the last twelve hours. Yeah. Um. It's also not true. So, what do you mean? They are. It's just. It's one of those annoying stories. Like they are. The company is, but the cereal line's still going to be Kellogg's. So, so the like, actual brand on the on the packaging will still say Kellogg's. The parent company's going for a bit of Kellanova because they want to start selling snacks as well. Yeah. So it's sort of like when Facebook renamed as Meta. It's like no, yep. Facebook's still very much Facebook, exactly. but the whole company is now called Meta. But wouldn't you, you click loving piggies, get on there and click on all the articles that said Kellogg's is changing their name because. That is yeah. exactly why the news companies are making us think the Kellogg's are changing their names. And I was. I oinked it up. I clicked. I clicked. I clicked. I went, oh, yeah, give me some more clicks. I'm a little click piggy. Yeah. And I was disappointed when I clicked through and went, okay, so cool. So nothing that I interact with is changing. It's still yeah. going to be Kellogg's. Yeah. It's going to be. Still special. still see special K around. Do we argue that Kellanova is a cooler name than Absolutely. Kellogg's, though? It is, isn't it? Yeah. So, but Kellogg's has just got too much history. That's the thing. You're not going to change that, that level of of history. And but that's what I think it is. I think that's all that Kellogg's has going for it is that everyone knows Kellogg's because Kellogg's is Kellogg's. Mm. Did you know that um, Kellogg's, like cornflakes, was originally invented to stop people from spanking the monkey? I did. You actually, did know that. Yeah, I yeah. did know that. It Literally, was like, <laughs> it was an anti-masturbation thing. Like, the guy who invented it was like, "You eat this, you keep a normal, good Christian life going." Like, yeah, bizarre. I've seen those ads because because cornflakes. I don't know, like. For me, it's not one There's or the other. Nothing sexual. Yeah, yeah. cornflakes. No, I've yeah. never had. I've never had a bowl of cornflakes and gone. Well, I don't feel like that, or I do feel. It no, doesn't no, no. impact how I feel in no, that regard no, no. in any way, shape, or form. That's it. My brain doesn't go well. Well, now I'm I've either going to do what? Yeah. I'm either going to do this, or I'm going to have a bowl of Kellogg's cornflakes. <laughs> what am I going to do? Uh, I guess the cornflakes. I know. I should live a good Christian life. With all of that said, the person who would have the biggest problem with Kellanova would be the original Kellogg's guy, the doctor, the one who yeah. was in. Because he, it sounds too much like Casanova. And he was obviously very against Didn't want that. how yeah. Casanova conducted himself. He's like, hello, I'm a Kellanova. No, They not should at all. do a full 180 marketing campaign of making it the sexiest cereal ever. <laughs> this cereal makes you want to get down on yourself. It's the <laughs> second best way you can start your day. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy. For reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.